folks, welcome back to the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Daniel Messina. The Preacher's Devo podcast is designed for those seeking some devotional thought on certain biblical truths and doctrines of the faith. Throughout the podcast, I'll offer an analysis of the content found in the Heidelberg Catechism. I have picked the Heidelberg Catechism for its easy-to-follow structure of 52 Lord's Days. Today we continue on our journey through the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments, as they are known, are divided in two main tables. The first table of the law, as it is called, speaks of our relationship with God, and the second table of the law speaks of our relationship with our neighbors. When Jesus was approached by the leaders of his day, he answered it in this manner. What is the greatest commandment, he was asked, and the greatest commandment is that you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second one was like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. The first table of the law includes commandments 1 through 4, and the second table of the law, commandments 5 through 10. In this episode, we will explore Lord's Day number 42. Up to this point, we have explored commandments 1 through 7. Today, we will explore the 8th commandment, which says, Thou shalt not steal. This commandment speaks of the sanctity of material stewardship. There is dignity for those who work with their hands to earn the things that they possess. When one steals from someone who has worked hard to accomplish a goal or to acquire something, that is a violation of the sanctity of material stewardship. That which is not yours, which you have not earned, does not belong to you. Sounds simple, right? However, in human relationships, this does not play out very well in some contexts. And mainly because, again, I believe that we struggle a lot with the Tenth Commandment, which we will explore in a couple of episodes from now, which says, Thou shalt not covet. Now, but we do covet other people's things and their property. And if we do not get it on our own merit, we try to take it by force. And that, of course, is what the Eighth Commandment is speaking against. In the Old Testament, God's people were told not to steal livestock or a piece of land or possessions, even persons or goods that were either lost or found. In the New Testament, Paul speaks against those who are thieves and greedy and swindlers and says that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That is in 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 10. It is a serious thing. In simple terms, Dr. Mark Rooker defines stealing in this way. The act of stealing is the secret taking of another's property without the owner's knowledge or permission. We must recognize that everything we do possess comes from the Father above. All good things come from the Father above, according to James chapter 1. It is God who grants us the ability to accumulate possessions and wealth and property and such. So we must Again, preserve that sanctity and we sin against God when we invade other people's properties or we try to steal things from them. This commandment, of course, then speaks for the right of private property. But what is the antithesis, let's say, of stealing? Well, the antithesis of such is working, working to earn things from one's own merits. So what the Eighth Commandment also communicates is the value of good work ethic. Now let's go to the Heidelberg Catechism. Lord's Day number 42 begins with this question. What does God forbid in the Eighth Commandment? The answer given is, God forbids not only such theft and robbery as are punished by the government, but God views as theft 
also all wicked tricks and devices, whereby we seek to get our neighbor's goods, whether by force or by deceit, such as unjust weights, lengths, measures, goods, coins, usury, or by any means forbidden of God, also all covetousness and the misuse and waste of his gifts. So again, here, the Heidelberg Catechism acknowledges that government does serve to protect property. So again, anything that is forbidden for as theft and robbery by the government is forbidden. It also speaks here of anything that is your neighbor's that does not belong to you, whether big or small. For instance, like weights and links and measures and goods and coins and so forth. The Heidelberg Catechism mentions the idea of covetousness. However, we will not touch primarily onto that right now, but we will wait until episode number 44 and address it when we speak of the 10th commandment. The Bible is filled with warnings against theft. It speaks against dishonesty. It speaks against accusing others falsely for personal and ill intent. It speaks of covetousness. It speaks of fraud and any other means by which we may try to attain someone else's possessions or goods for our own without respect for others. Let me offer you a few biblical examples. 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 6 says, No one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. Proverbs chapter 11, verse 1 says, Dishonest scales are abomination to the Lord, but a just weight is his delight. Jesus speaks into this issue in Luke chapter 6, verse 35. He says, But love your enemies, do good, and lend, hoping for nothing in return. And your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High. For He is kind to the unthankful and the evil. Folks, the bottom line is we must live lives free from the love of earthly things. At a deeper level, stealing communicates something. And I would say to pinpoint it more specifically, a lack of trust for the provision of God over our lives. If we believe that God is almighty and all sovereign and all good, we know that all good things come from him. If this conviction is deep-seated in our hearts, we will not covet after other people's things. We will not desire things that are not ours, but that we lust after and we really want because our hearts are yearning for it. Our flesh wants it. Rather, we will learn the secret of contentment to rest in the Lord, and to know that all good things come from Him, and that He will provide for our needs no matter what, and that also He alone can fulfill and satisfy. The Heidelberg Catechism number 42 has yet another question. It asks, But what does God require of you in this commandment? The answer provided is, That I further my neighbor's good where I can and may, and deal with him as I would have others deal with me, and labor faithfully, so that I may be able to help the poor in their need. Notice here, of course, a blatant reference to the golden rule, which is found in Matthew chapter 7, verse 12. Therefore, whatever you want men to do to you, do also to them, for this is the law and the prophets. A reference, of course, here to the Ten Commandments, and a reference to the idea that we must respect each other above all things. We must, as the Heidelberg Catechism puts it, further our neighbor's good where we can and where we are able to. And then finally, the second part of it, which says that we must labor faithfully so that we may be able to help the poor in their need. Notice the emphasis on helping others. 
Again, we are called as believers to live life in community and to help the poor in their need. We must be for those who are marginalized. And oftentimes, God uses our financial resources to help those who are in need. That's why we give and we tithe, and that's why we serve in the community, and we give of our tithes and offerings to certain ministries that help those who are poor and those who have needs that are beyond our own. And if you are able to help somebody, of course, the encouragement is that you will do so gladly and labor faithfully in order to accomplish it. Those who have been transformed by the power of the gospel must live in a different way. That's why Paul says, for instance, in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28, Let him who stole no longer steal, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good, that he may have something to give him who has a need. Notice the selflessness of work here. That we are to work so that we are able to bless others who have a need. This sounds completely contrary to the focus of our culture, which tells us to hoard everything and to keep things to ourselves and to work hard to earn it so that you may have your best life now. However, we are called to a higher standard. We are called to give of our possessions, to give other things that belong to us so that we may bless others and glorify God through our good works. As Paul said in Philippians chapter 2, verse 4, let each of you Look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. The fact of the matter is, folks, is that we are often enamored with the things of this world, but we must not be. So I end today's episode offering you the words of Jesus. Matthew chapter 6, verses 19 through 21 says, Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But... Lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Ask yourself today, am I laying up treasures on earth or treasures in heaven? Well, folks, that's it for this episode of the Preacher's Devo podcast. I am your host, Danny Messina. And until our next podcast, stay encouraged, encourage others, and keep growing in Christ. Thank you for listening and feel free to subscribe and share this podcast with your friends and family. God bless.